from the corporate cage she's a rookie to the stage coming from the outside outside familiar with the set she's a theater vet willing to be my guide Lights, what? sound, what? it's time for huh? the show What's Places, happening? places, stand ready, go right. Make the words fly off of the page Stage right. inspire you to get up on the stage Stage right, Please show me the way Stage right, come on girl, let's play Stage right, yeah, yeah Welcome back everyone <laughs> She's eagerly waiting for me to press go I am full of energy today <laughs> Oh my, my, Morgan my. is quite tired I'm just pretending to not be tired. It's a new strategy. This is the actual truth. I had a work event last night until very late. Did not get to bed until 1.30, which is way past Miss Morgan's bedtime. She woke up this morning to approximately 13 text messages from me. Well, we've had a really hard time this week trying to figure out when we were going to record. And I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. Like, there was literally no time that both of us were available to do this. And then last minute, her improv troops practice got canceled. So then I'm like, hey, Morgan, hey, Morgan, you want to you wanna practice right now? Like, what about right now? I mean, I'm available in like 20 minutes. Okay, you're still asleep, but really, maybe in 40 minutes. You just let me know when you're ready. Passed out asleep. Um, <laughs> and so I woke up and I was like, yes, yes, let's record right now. And so I literally woke up about an hour ago, which is okay, but my voice is very sultry for you right Ooh. now. Valentine's Day edition. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. It's okay if everyone wants... James Earl Jones to be running our I don't know who that is, but I've just been laughing at the reference. He was hoping you won't notice. The voice of Mufasa in The Lion King. Mufasa! Mm -hmm. So it's been a big week for Miss Lindsay over here. It has. We had I don't, what is the week before Tech Week called? The week before Tech Week. Insanity. We, so we did a lot of run-throughs of the show. Everyone has to know all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's coming together. We got a compliment, which we felt like was good, where the director said okay, it was don't, spectacular. Don't say too much. We'll get into it in a second. We uh, we want to do our shout-outs first, but it was a good week. Yeah. A spectacular week. Spectacular. For at least five minutes. Yes. I'm so excited. It makes me very happy. So we'll get into it in a minute. Shout-outs. My shout-out this week goes to Nas, one of my dancing queens. Both of us have been very tired. We both work full-time. Oof. She works a crazy schedule, mm-hmm. like six days a week. So the extra hours with the rehearsals are killing us. Oh my God. And when I'm very tired, she makes me laugh until I cry. It makes me almost miss my cues coming from backstage to onstage. So thank you for keeping me going, Nas. Nas, I love that. That's a great shout-out. It definitely takes teamwork back there. That's another thing I love about theater is that you really do have to lean on each other. Yeah. And yeah. It, it it's required and it makes it all the more beautiful. So let's just hope I don't actually miss a cue, in which case you will be, I'll mm. be retracting that shout out. <laughs> yeah, Nas, be careful. Be Stop careful. being so funny. <laughs> awesome. I have a little shout out slash, I don't know. I feel like I need to kind of go back and amend a little bit, something that was brought up in uh, way back in episode four, a couple of episodes ago, you so kindly and graciously at the end of episode four gave me some very sweet compliments about my work and what I do. And you said something to the effect of like, you do, I do it all and everything. And I was so honestly, just so like taken aback by the compliment that I was just like, oh my gosh, like, wow, this is so sweet. What I should have also said Um, and I've been thinking about this, is that I don't do it alone. There are, like, so many people that support 
the production. You know, it, it really does take a village, especially at the youth theater level. A lot of our designers are volunteers. And so while the artistic, a lot of the artistic vision and stuff comes from me, there is no way I could do it without them. And so I kind of wanted to give a little shout out this week to the designers, the technicians, the parent volunteers in my case, the student stage managers, the student choreographers, the music directors, all those people who support the artistic vision. And um, I just happen to be the one chosen to drive the bus. You know what I mean? Hashtag humble. I love it. Stop. No, I understand. Like so many people contribute, but I, I also stand by my statement of I'm mm. so impressed by all the, the things you juggled to get a production going and how you plan it from start to finish and all your dedication and passion. Mm. So I stand by the compliment. Thank you. I, I also I accept your, your humility. <laughs> Thank you. I received the compliment. Um, I just also didn't want it to come across like. Yep. Did it all yep. alone. I did all Not a stuff. single person you know, along the way. Like, I just, I felt <laughs> like I need, I listened to it and I was like, wow, like, you know, so it's a, it's a fine line between, and it's, it's about leadership too. You know, I mean, there's all different kinds of styles of leadership and I'm, I'm pretty passionate about trying to be the best leader that I can be. Yeah. And it, it's constantly growing and evolving what that looks like, that style looks like to to lead a team of people. And like I said, to be the one chosen to drive the bus, I'm not doing everything per se, but I'm helping everybody else to live up to their best, best potential. Yeah. So I'm going to say this. It sounds really mean, <laughs> but I've always right. wanted someone when they win like an Oscar or some type of big award like that, to just be like, thank you. I did this entirely by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be so funny, like the ultimate joke. But I just, you know, half the population would think they're serious. There's the risk is too great. True, but it is really fun to think about. That thank you. This was all me. <laughs> Absolutely, no one helped me along my path. Thank you. My parents were worthless. I guess my, you, yeah. my friends they did nothing. <laughs> You make a good point, though. We all stand on the shoulders of those who've come before us. Absolutely, yeah. And we all, we need each other. That's, that's the, the I think, one of the points of, of humanity in general is that we were created to need each other in a certain way. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you to all my, my parent designers, my student technicians, um, student choreographers, and the team. Yeah, yeah. I just Word felt that need. So shout outs complete. Let's see what else. I oh, there's something I wanted to share this week. A new thing happened. Morgan was chosen for what we call the student lottery at the comedy house, where oh. like I forget how they pick the students. I think it is it actually a random sampling. From what I understand, yes, it okay. really is random. So they like select some uh, students to perform with some of the teachers, which is really fun because a lot of the teachers have been doing improv for a really long time. They're very seasoned. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just a lot of fun, a big show. And so Morgan got to perform on stage. Yeah, it was really fun. I'm only in the level one class, which for those of you who don't know how it works at DCH, there are six levels and you typically only perform on stage in the later levels, maybe, but most of the time after you've graduated. So to be a level one and to get to perform on the stage was a really unexpected treat. 
Nice. Yeah. Did you uh, did you feel nervous at all? You have so much stage Oh my god, training. I was terrified. Really? Yes. Wow. I was very nervous the whole day and leading up to it, I was yes, I was excited, but I was also nervous. And then um when I got out there, I just I don't know, it felt a little different from theater. Yeah. I will say. Cuz you don't have lines to uh-huh. say. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, yeah. So, is your teacher is Ben, right? Mhm. Okay, so Ben gave uh, advice to our class one time that was my favorite improv advice ever. Mm. He was like, if you're ever feeling nervous, if like your a friend is in the audience that's never seen you perform or your parents, or, like something where it's like a bit, you feel nervous, even if you've been doing it a while, mm-hmm. he's like, get out on stage as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. He's like, you have to get out there and dive in and then mm-hmm. everything fades away. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that. And I always think about that because, because every now and then for whatever reason, maybe you're really tired and you're like, I just, I'm nervous because I just don't feel with it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like whatever reason. And not only for improv, but anything else at, at work or, or wherever, just kind of dive into the action as soon as possible. And that helps you kind of focus. I love that. And I agree. I, I think I went out there the second scene. I actually yeah. think I edited the first scene. Nice. Um, which an edit is, can you explain an edit? I'm, I'm new at this. An edit is basically a scene change. Like you on the, on the side are deciding that your partner's on stage, like it's a good time to end. You normally end Mm -hmm. it after a big laugh or just kind of, if the scene's been going on for a while, a a good lull, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But you always want to end on a high note. So that's a really important part of improv because it helps the flow of the show. Ah. Because if you cut off when they're building to a joke, then it's like, oh, we missed that. Or if if you like cut it in when it's like a really dead time where it's Mm -hmm. like, Everyone thinks you cut it because it was really bad. This <laughs> is mm. like there's some timing involved in all of it. So uh, there are different ways to edit, but I'm assuming you probably just ran across the stage for mm-hmm. a sweep edit, mm-hmm. which always makes me laugh because when I first did improv, we had our level one showcase. Some of my friends came. They're like, we just didn't understand why you guys were running everywhere. Like, <laughs> like why were you sprinting across the stage? Uh... And one of them thought, <laughs> she goes, when you did it, I thought you were just afraid because you were next in line and didn't want to go. <laughs> I was like... So you thought I ran in front of the stage, in front of everyone, because I was scared. Like, not leaving and going backstage, you thought, this was my choice. <laughs> She's like, well, I, I don't know. I just couldn't think of any other reason you'd be running. You're like, did you not correlate that a new scene would then start? In her defense, we probably, like, didn't Aww. make it all that differently. Like, she'd never seen improv before. Right, right, right. I it's... probably did a very poor job of explaining it. It was very funny. Well, yeah, I remember the first time, maybe the first time or two watching that and seeing that and being like, what? And it's having jarring. To, yeah. Why is someone running? <laughs> yeah, and having to think about, oh, okay, that's what's happening. A new scene is starting. So, yeah, I totally get that. Um, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, oh, I do want to do a shout out to Mr. Scriven Bernard, um, who was one of the teachers on stage with me. He uh, is incredible to play with, and he was super supportive and super encouraging, as well as Charlotte and all the other students that were also chosen. It was a really fun group to play with. I felt, once I got out there, I got I was more excited and less nervous, and yeah, I felt... Yeah. I felt pretty comfortable, actually, and um, made some fun choices, got some good laughs, I think. I was participating in some sort of tap-out situation, which as a level one, I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Tap-outs are, like, if you're watching the scene on the side... You can walk out. If I tap you on the shoulder, it's an understanding that you're going to step off the stage mm-hmm. and the other people in the scene are the same characters, but I'm taking it a new place. Mm. So it's like, if you tap someone out, the onus is upon you to make it really clear what your idea is. 
But I can see how if you're there, like, what, what's going on? What do you need? Thanks yep. for tapping me. So I'm in the middle of a scene. How can I help you? I'm in the middle of a scene, and all of a sudden, Scriven taps me on the shoulder. And I'm like, and he just, like, jerks me off the stage. Like, yes. So I just did what he, I just went off the stage. And then I'm over on the side, and Charlotte's like, okay, you're going to go back in. I was like, what? Did you tap him back in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're going to go back in. I was like, when? She's like, when it feels right. And I was, Can you let me know when that is? <laughs> what? And she kind of helped, she kind of nudged me out there. And all of a sudden I just tapped him on the shoulder and jumped back into my scene where it had basically left off. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I love that. They save you when you get tapped out, be looking for your next tap back in because it's just to add something. And then you want to react to that and get back in and help drive the scene further. It was great. So So I just got really thrown in the deep end and it, I had a blast. It's been really refreshing for me because y'all, I work a lot. (laughs) and I work in theater. And so for me, improv has been a great way to be able to forget that it's my job every day and like have fun with it. So that's so fun. Thank you. Dallas comedy house for the laughs and the knowledge, learning a bunch of new things. It's been a lot of fun. So that's so fun. Um, so that doesn't really segue in naturally, but it made me think of something. I know what I got this week from the director. Mm. Um, with one of our first scenes, it's not choreographed, the song number. It's just the three of us. It's the lead, the daughter, and then the two best friends. And mm-hmm. she's reading from the diary, and we're singing, and we're just kind of dancing around. But it's, like, very natural and organic. Mm-hmm. And the director gave me the note twice. He's like, you need to open up more to the audience. Um, you're delivering your lines kind of sideways, and you got to play to the corners. Like, uh. make sure everyone can see. I'm like, oh, yeah, good note. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I was having a hard time because... When you deliver a line, I'm used to improv where, like, you make eye contact. Like, eye contact is such a big thing. Mm -hmm. And since she's looking at both of us and in the diary, I found myself trying to, like, lean around and be like, hey, look at me. I have words to say. (laughs) Which was, like, completely cutting everyone off. And so I was talking to, again, shout out Nas, because she's the other friend. I was like, do you feel like you can't make eye contact? She's like, well, I I grab her. I grab her shoulder. I, like, hey, like, to help her look at Because, you know, the lead is focusing on... What lines she has to say, Mm -hmm. she's directing our movement. So when she walks, we follow her and we have to position around her. It's like she's really driving the whole thing. So it's a lot to Mm -hmm. think about. And it's not really organic in a conversation to know, look at you. You're about to say words. It's like normally it's all reactive. So she was like, I kind of do that to give her a cue. I was like, oh, that's so helpful. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense as far as like if I'm if I can't see you, just like reach out and hey, get your attention yep. and that way I'm not leaning so much and then also kind of deliver it and open it back up because I was feeling really weird I'm like well I'm talking to you but if I face the corner of the audience mm-hmm. I can't see you at all but she was like you deliver the line and then you turn around yep. <laughs> and yep. so that that was really helpful for me because like when I got the note I was like I see that I'm doing it but I don't know how to correct it in a way that doesn't look super cheesy or like very very this is theater so her Nas kind of helped me take the note and help it process it and filter it. Yeah. 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 So filtering is important. Sometimes the director will say something and you're trying, you can't understand. Like I understood it. I just like didn't know how to execute it. Yeah. 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 And so you got to filter it in the way you can hear it. So can you give me an example of one of those lines? Well, I have a few jokes. One of them is like, let's hope it's a wide aisle. Cause she's like, I want my dad to give me away, but there's three of them. Uh It's like, well, let's hope it's a wide aisle. So it's kind of like an aside. Okay. Okay. Great. So for that one, I kind of like step away, like, oh my gosh. And kind of try to face that back corner a bit. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So I can take that. So I want to talk a little bit about targets. Okay. Okay. So you as the actor, you always have a target, even if you're talking to yourself. 
Okay. So your target is either your same partner, the audience, or a target that, um, is not physically here, but that is here in your mind. Okay. Okay. So I'll give you an example. Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? Mm-hmm. He's not there. Well, he is there, but she doesn't know he's there. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's targeting a person that's not there. So is the actor, where is the actor going to look? They're going to kind of look up to the sky, right? Yeah. But they're going to see his face mm-hmm. in their mind if, if they want to be really specific, which you should always want to be specific. Yeah. So, so that's one kind of target. The other kind of target then is like, I keep using Shakespeare examples because it's really simple. And, and a lot of times people understand most of these examples. So for uh, Hamlet to be or not to be right, mm-hmm. he's alone on stage. You'd say, who's the target? Well, myself. Well, it's never really yourself mm-hmm. in a play. If it's a character alone on stage talking by themselves, it's usually the audience mm-hmm. is the target. We yeah. want to bring the audience in. Another so, feeling. Yeah. So to be or not to be, in my, for my money, should be directed straight at the audience. And then, of course, is the third target, which is in your situation, honey, honey, is your actual scene partner, right? So... There are times, like you were saying, you want to you want to do what we call motivate your movements. You don't just want to face out for no reason, yeah. right? And so, Nas is a hundred percent correct. A lot of times, you as the scene partner have to help the scene partner know, hey, I'm here. Let's play together. Yeah. So that tapping on the shoulder is great. And then when you're facing out, if it helps you to either think of, I'm either targeting the audience here, like I'm going to bring the audience in on this joke, or I'm targeting some imaginary person that's not here with me, but that I see in my mind's eye. Yeah. Yeah. Does any of that help or make sense? Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. Absolutely. So. Cause like a handful of my lines are, are jokes as far as just a little, little comment. Yeah. You're in the middle of talking. Yeah. But a lot of it is directly to her. But it's, you know, kind of cheating, facing my shoulders a bit towards the audience. And then as I walk, make sure I completely open up, Mm -hmm. just not ignore them. Because it's since we're supposed to keep her in the middle, I always feel like I should be looking at her. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a good. You're right. Good idea to keep in mind that during those little lulls or dance breaks, it's okay to kind of open up completely Mm -hmm. to make sure just everyone can. We want it. Especially in a proscenium space, the audience, they want it. They want to see What's you. a proscenium space? A <laughs> proscenium space is where the audience is on one side. So a normal space. Correct. <laughs> but they, yeah. I mean, for most people, conventional theater space. Yes. What not, so like a school auditorium. Right. What Very, does yes. normal people think of? <laughs> normal theater space, audience on one side. Yeah, you have to have what you call stagecraft. You have to stay open. You have to stay visible. And it's funny, I think we touched on this back in like weeks one or two, but again, it's been so long ago that like, we're going to go back to what my teacher, shout out Michael Connolly used to say, and, and that was, there is no advanced acting, right? It's the same lessons over and over and over again in deeper ways. So you, the actor are now in week five or six, and now you have under your belt all this scene work that you've been doing yeah. and now we're going back to basics stay open plant your yeah. feet be visible you know what i mean because now that the other stuff is second nature mm-hmm. you can focus on this yeah yeah so yay good that's great you're in a good place if you're in a place right now Lindsay, where you're worried about motivating movements that's a good place to be in Woohoo! yeah so let's get into real quick though overall this last week how did you feel 
it, it was good. You know, we, we did some more like full run throughs of the show. And I think, um, also, you know, we're all adults and we all have other things that are going on. So a handful mm-hmm. of people have had to miss some rehearsals, mm-hmm. um, like even leads and stuff. So I think now that it's crunch time, everyone has really made an effort to be there a hundred percent of the time. So we yeah. didn't have anyone like reading lines off stage or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the show seemed to really come together and flow well. And I think, you know, they did some extra time while, while the ensemble was probably working on dance numbers. The leads did some scene work for some of the songs they sing kind of solos or duets together. It looked so good. I've said a million times, our leads are very, very talented, but it was fun to see like just the subtle scene work they did that really bring the number together, like the feeling of the song and their subtle movements. So it was, oh. it was fun to watch on stage or on, uh, on the side of the stage. So, uh, it felt like it's becoming a show cause we would run through the whole thing so many times before, you know, we'd stop and work on something. So we actually went all the way through and that was a lot of fun with the dancing and the ensemble. I think we're getting to a point where maybe people aren't embarrassed to see us on stage. That's, that's a huge step. A huge oh, step. We yes. Were, we, we were told that the show was spectacular at our last rehearsal. And then he was like, and now we have three days until we can put it, put it on its feet again. So please don't lose it. <laughs> right. As a director, that's our biggest fear. Please yeah. don't go home and lose all this. Cause that was Thursday night. Then we had Friday and Saturday off. And then today is Sunday and we're doing our Q to Q also known as a Cutie Q! We're doing that today. And speaking of that, it is 10 hours long, you guys. Maybe you mentioned the, the length to me before, and I chose to ignore it, because they they posted the time. So I, I don't have Facebook, um, but some of the Dancing Queens will screenshot their posts and text it to me, like the schedule and stuff. I'm like, oh, did they mean, like, 10 to 12? Like, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m.? Nope, 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. was the appropriate time that was posted. Yep. I I was talking with um, the, one of the choreographers on Thursday night, and I'm like, well, as I understand it, we don't do the show. It's all entrances and exits and lights. So if we're not doing the show, why does it take so long? All this time, I'm like, oh, it'll be shorter, because we're not doing all mm-hmm. the singing. Mm-mm. Goodness gracious. They're like, well, you know, you have to take options. We look at it a few different ways, and they have to program it. Like, so, you know, pack food, bring bring your patience. <laughs> I was dying laughing. Yeah. Because I was, I was like, maybe Morgan didn't mention this to not scare me away. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's intense. When we say tech week is intense, that's what we mean. And when I said uh, back at week one, I think maybe I was talking about a mountain climb and talking about the summit, the last yeah. 10%. We are summiting. Uh huh. It gets (laughs) real steep, real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Gets real steep, real fast. So, (laughs) yes, 10 hours in the professional world, they call it a 10 out of 12 um, because a lot of times they'll be called for a 12 hour block and then they'll get hour breaks. Okay. um, Two hour breaks in there. So they'll call it a, a 10 out of 12. But, Yes. Yeah, so it's basically, funny. I'm like, don't give me a break. Just let me go home as soon as possible. <laughs> that sounds like what they're doing. So, um, do you want me to get into what that 10 hours is going to look like for you or what that, what, what's, what is happening during that 10 hours? Cause I think it's worth talking about. You can. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause we, we've talked about my, my basic understanding is the, the it's all the lights. Cause I guess there's technology mm-hmm. cool, uh, where they can like record, I guess the sequence of lighting. Mm-hmm. So they decide on what it is and we're actually recording it mm-hmm. today. And then I guess when we do our rehearsals and dress rehearsals throughout the week, we can, we have the lights programmed. So we're actually doing the show. Correct. Each time. 
Good job. So yeah, the, the, today they're going to be in their setting looks is what we call that kind yes. of setting. So I'm in costume as we speak. Oh, I see. Because we have to be in costume for how like the color of our stuff may affect the lights. So exactly. They wearing it. Exactly. Um, so they're going to make sure your positioning is correct. Time they're... out. Are we just going to sail by how awesome my costume is? Let's not. Are we of not going to mention can't. that? Okay. Let's talk about your costume. So she is in full costume at the moment. Let's describe it. She is wearing a... Well, first of all, let's let's recap that I was given the direction of nerdy, but not so nerdy, like hot chick when she takes off her glasses nerdy, which I didn't fully understand, so I just went all ahead with nerdy. Nerdy chic. Nerdy chic. <laughs> so she's wearing a black... Jurassic Park vintage tank top. Yes. Um, her beautiful gold rimmed glasses, hair aviator in a aviator style. Aviator style, hair in a messy bun. My hair will be probably in like a really high ponytail, maybe with a scrunchie, is what I'm thinking. Please wear a scrunchie. Yes, uh, always. Uh, uh, denim shorts. Yes. And then my favorite piece. The dancing tights. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with pantyhose, dancing tights are a wee bit thicker, and they don't have the little ladies you know. Like, as you get higher in the pantyhose, it, like, changes color. So when you're wearing them with shorts, you got to be careful on how short the shorts are. These don't have that. So no limits with how short your shorts are. And the best part yet, shaving your legs is now optional because (laughs) they look like Barbie legs from far away. I was thrilled about this. That's Yeah, she literally looks like... A pla- her legs look plastic. I, That's what they do to your legs. I, I hate shaving my legs. I was not looking forward to having to do this to look like a normal female mm-hmm. person on stage. I'm I'm real jazzed about this. You're jazzed about your jazz real, tights. Real jazzed about my jazz tights. Capizio, shout out Capizio. That's right. Um. So yes, yeah, and, lo- and completed with my Converse. And high of course, tops. to complete the look, her black Converse high tops. She looks so cute. Allie has come to life in front of me. I can't believe we're here. That's right. So we'll get into a little bit more about costumes and stuff here in just a second. I wanted to finish what we were talking about with lights. So basically, um, a lot of the cue to cue things are going to have to do with lights. They're going to have to do with potentially transitions as well. So have you guys been doing a lot of the transitions in rehearsal already? Um, with transition, I'm thinking like there are a few times where like, and this will be a blackout. And so we all know that like, mm-hmm. we have to change something on the stage or whatever. That's a transition. So, so we've talked about that kind of stuff, but the lights don't actually black out. Have you actually changed the furniture and things yet? Yes. We've been doing that the whole time. Even when we didn't have this stage, mm-hmm. he would want us to walk out and mime it to just get our bodies used to Good. being in the right place. Good. So ever since we've had the chairs and stuff, cause there's a lot of times where towards the end of the song, the choreo choreography shifts into and now you dance away with a chair uh-huh. yep. so uh so we've been doing that for a while okay have you been working with the actual furniture pieces yet just this past week okay but you have been yes yeah. great so that'll be a um a speed bump you won't have to overcome at a cue to cue so that's good but a lot of cue to cues are transition based as well because nothing can break or make a show like transitions mm-hmm. um if you have super slow transitions that are clunky and awkward the audience We'll check out, you know, um, in my opinion, it's a whole experience, right? From beginning to end, you really want it to flow and be natural. I feel like it's the kind of thing that maybe you don't notice, but if it's bad, you notice it in a really negative way. Mm -hmm. Cause like there's, Mm -hmm. there's one scene where we transition into dancing queen where it has to be set and the women have to be on stage 
like right mm-hmm. as this like intro music ends. So if we're late, it's like this awkward silent moment where chairs are scraping. <laughs> exactly. You only have sometimes so much music and yeah. and and they've set those parameters for you. Your scene change music is 10 seconds long and it has to happen. For example, when I directed Les Mis, that was the trickiest part of Les Mis Tech Week and that's what took so long and hats off to all of my Les Mis actors 2017 Les Mis um anyway shout out to all of them because the thing about Les Mis is is it's an opera it doesn't stop literally you hit go and the track plays so sometimes it's like that transition has to happen because a person's going to start singing I mean regardless of Mm -hmm. whether that chair is out there or not we can't just hit pause on the track yeah so transitions are super super important Um, We already talked about lighting, but something else to remember in lighting is just to review to make sure you are in your light um, and that you hit your mark. And so if they set a light cue on you, you want to make sure and feel that that light on your face and practice feeling that today. Yeah. Okay. Another thing that will be set potentially, um, did they say you guys are doing mics today? Uh, They have not mentioned, but I... I learned I'm going to be mic'd like the whole show, mm-hmm. which I silly me thinking I have four lines that oh, mic no. will be gone no. immediately after those four lines. No. So I asked the director, I was like, so do we need to practice, you know, handing off mics to like other people for later scenes? He's like, mm-hmm. oh no, no, you wear it the whole time. Nope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so in all the group numbers, you're going to be on. Yeah. Which that was terrifying in and of mm-hmm. itself, but that's okay. Fury is a great motivator. So thank you for that. So let's go into if you are mic'd today. A mm-hmm. couple of things, a couple of tips, tricks, pointers. First of all, always get mic'd before makeup. Mics Ooh. before makeup. Mics before makeup. Okay, and let me tell you why. The mic has to go in a certain place. If it is too far from your face, like if it's all the way out, um, I'm, we use over-the-ear mics, which are taped um, like on your cheek mm-hmm. and come out um, toward your mouth along your cheek. And if, if that mic is sticking out in front of your lips at all, your voice has to travel further to get to it. And that means the person in the booth has to turn you all the way up in order for you to be heard. Can get background noise. Exactly. Well, it can get background noise and can, could also cause feedback. Oh, yeah. So we want to be able to tape that mic as close as we can to your cheek. And if you're wearing makeup, the tape will not stick. Got it. Okay. Okay. So for me as an actor, it's like, I don't want to put my mic on before my makeup. But when somebody told me the why, it made sense. Like if you want to sound the best that you can, you want either, either put on the mic before makeup or bring a little towelette and wipe your face off for the place that they're going to put the tape. Okay. So two things about this. Okay. Uh, I have a fear that my breathing will be very distracting with the mic. If I, so where I work, we have a lot of teleconference meetings Mm -hmm. and there's always that person. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and I'm like, do you not, do you not hear it? I'm so scared of being that person. So I always put my mic like above my eyebrows. Cause like, uh-huh. I know they can still hear me. Uh-huh. Um, but I just like, don't want them to hear me breathing. I don't know why I'm overly self-conscious about this. So now I'm like, it's gonna be right there. What? Like, and then you can't clear your throat. Like you can't do anything. I'm like, There's... Okay. A couple of things. That's not your job to worry about. Okay. Because well, that's good. you, that's the mic person's job to mute you in big group dance sequences, for example, where you, the actor have to breathe. It's their job to mute all of you. Right. 
they're going to hit mute on the board when you're dancing. Maybe not when you're singing and dancing. I was going to say, but that's, that's when you're singing and dancing, of course, you're going to have to be up, but also in a group number, remember, or you may not know this, you're not all going to be all the way up. Okay. You're all going to yeah. be down in a group number to keep the board mixed and the levels yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, so you don't drown out the lead. Right. Melody. You're going to be yeah. down to about, you know, a good a go- good soundboard op will have you down at all at like, you know, maybe 30%. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. So that's one thing. You can remember that that's their job to take care of that. And your job as the actor is just to do your thing. Right. Okay. And... So I, I don't have to worry about breathing. I can breathe normally. Breathe. That is they the biggest note to wearing a mic. Okay. Is sing... And act as though you are not wearing a mic. Don't all of a sudden Noted. change okay. everything you're doing. Because okay. if you do that, then they have to, if you start singing quieter because you're mic'd, for example, because you think the mic can take care of you and you don't need to project, then what's going to happen? They're going to have to turn you all the way up feedback. and then feedback okay. chances increase. And feedback, I think you mean like from the track that's playing from other mics, like other sound happening. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of frequencies in the air. I just realized we didn't explain it. Because I asked that question, because someone mentioned that, and I was like, is that just from the track? And they're like, yeah, 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 like, there's sound happening everywhere, so it'll create, like, echoes uh-huh. and the, the loud noises that make everyone cringe. Cringe, yeah. And the soundboard operator's job is to <laughs> minimize that, obviously, as much as possible. Okay. So if they have to turn you all the way up for any reason, of course, if it's a really intimate scene or a really quiet thing, that's one thing, but... Yeah. During the big belty stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. don't change what you're doing and okay, sing cool. quieter. This is great news. I thought yeah. I, I thought I would have to do, do something not. different. Do <laughs> not. I'll breathe away. <laughs> you guys have to see the look she's doing while she she looks like Gollum, like all up on the mic, like with this really creepy look on her That's, face. It's what people say. I love like. it. <laughs> I'm I'm also like. 25% scared that maybe I still am that person on conference calls. Like, you don't think it's you, but it is me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you scared. are the heavy breather. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to say is that you also have the option, if you want to, now if you want to get fancy, you can order your own. Always want to be fancy. <laughs> you can order your own headpiece and you could order, We ha- I have several students that own their own over the, I'm, I'm, my head, uh, my finger is right in between my forehead Uh, at the very top. So there's like over the head mics that can come through. (laughs) She's taking a picture of me doing this motion, but there are mics that come through the top of your head and sit at the very top of your forehead. Um, They're called head mics. You could order one of your own and like have your own headpiece if you wanted. I aim to be fancy, but I also hate spending money. So I'm going to stick with the face mic. She's very (laughs) frugal. Um, But it always is an option if you're super worried about um, catching any of that stuff. Those over-the-head mics are um, that come through your hair. I'll just tell a trusted individual that if it's me doing the heavy breathing, just let me know and I will prime that. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Other question about mics. You mentioned makeup. Is there a specific type of makeup one wears on a theater stage, or do you just wear a lot of whatever you normally wear? Okay. So I wanted to, yeah, touch base on makeup today a little bit. So you're obviously in a queue to queue today, probably not no wearing makeup. makeup. Yeah. They, I think we have, we just have to wear our clothes today. I think Monday, so today is Sunday, so the next day, Monday, I think we, they don't want us in, some people are wearing wigs and I can't remember if it's makeup tomorrow or makeup the next day, but at some point we have to add in makeup. I would, I would start adding it as soon as you feel comfortable. If you want to do makeup tomorrow, do a test run, go for it. Um, obviously 
everyone should be wearing what we call basic corrective, which is even the guys on stage, in my opinion, I always tell my guys, everyone should have a basic foundation, a little bit of blush. So corrective is not a type of makeup. No, it's a, what a look, a look, a basic look of just, uh, we want to get a foundation on the face just to get it all one skin tone, a little bit of blush, maybe a little mascara, um, especially for ladies, but even guys, a little bit of mascara, um, and a little nude lipstick. So that's a basic corrective. I would go even further with that, in my opinion. Okay. Um, remember you're under lights mm-hmm. and the audience is also far away. They tend to wash you out. And so I would go, you wear makeup to work, right? Yeah. So I would go maybe two to three steps heavier than what you would wear to work. Oh, okay. Okay. I kind of want to like go buy some cheap makeup because mm-hmm. I recently, maybe like two years ago, started buying big girl makeup mm-hmm. before it was always just from like Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Stop judging me, everyone. No, drugstore is great. I, I went to it. one of those like Mary Kay parties one time mm-hmm. and the woman was like, she said something like, unless you can get the, like, not like at Walgreens. And I was like, ah, who would do that? Oh my. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I'm raising my hand high. I love a good drugstore beauty moment. I was like, I just thought that was where you bought makeup. It's where we always bought. Heck yeah. I didn't know what Sephora was. I thought it was for fancy No, people. there's some fabulous brands. Um, Wet yeah, n' yeah. Wild. Wet n' Wild is actually yeah, yeah. cruelty-free, great brand at the drugstore. Very cheap. Cool. Okay. Because I, like, I, so all that to say, I, I bought some fancy big girl makeup. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to wear it all in one week. No, so if I'm going to like, no. cake it on. I want the cheap stuff. So Wet n' Wild, do you recommend? Uh-huh. I recommend rec- uh, recommend Wet n' Wild. Their liquid recommend cat suit. Recommend Wet n' Wild. I recommend Wet n' Wild. Their liquid cat suit lips are fantastic. They're like $1.99. Nice. Um, and they're a good matte, uh, bold lip. I would recommend, I know it's going to feel a little weird, but maybe a light false eyelash. <laughs> um, oh, okay. no. She's laughing. Uh, I, I had to wear them at a wedding. <laughs> too much? Uh, I think it was last summer. I had to wear them at a wedding. And I, I have really sensitive eyes. Oh, okay. Like, I used to Maybe get a not. lot of eye infections. So I now wear glasses most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they put them on, and I couldn't see straight Aww. for, like, it took me, like, 30 minutes to adjust. And the whole time, like, I could just feel them on me. And so we just kept joking that I'm going to be like tearing up the whole wedding, but only because of you can't see. So never mind. But they are my nightmare. Don't do it. But get a good mascara then that really okay. a good thick mascara then and do a couple of coats of if that. If I can find, if I can find them cheap enough, I'll give them a try. I'll give the fake ones a try. Cheap enough for you. and thin enough. Get a good thin one that doesn't... Okay. You don't have to get the big, bold thing. But it okay. really can complete a look. Okay. Um, okay. And, st- and make your eyes pop on stage. Okay. You'd be surprised. Um, so for you, I'd say, yeah, basic corrective. She might slip on a bolder lip color for the wedding, you yes. know? Yeah. Um, so you want to keep track of if you want to do any kind of small changes like that. Okay. Um, but I always say more than you think you need to wear. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought about doing a bold lip for my opening outfit just because mm-hmm. I thought it would complete the quirkiness. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it may be hard to remove in time to look normal for the next day. But we have a whole intermission from the time I changed my clothes. So another thing I'd like to recommend to you is to come up with your little show kit. Mm-hmm. If you haven't already, I always would go to Target or, or Dollar Store in some cases too, like we said. And get um, just a few things. You'll want some bobby pins. You'll want some hairspray. Some um, uh, makeup wipes. 
um, okay. a pack of those, okay. whatever brand. So I could remove it. And, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just, just to have backstage, I always recommend makeup wipes, extra sponges, deodorant. Um, just make yourself a little kit um, to bring with you of basic backstage things like that. Q-tips. Okay. Um, a little bit of makeup remover, like if you were to mess up something, you know, and need a yeah, quick yeah, fix. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, um, that's great advice. Those towelettes oh, are Is great. that homework? <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> Come up with your Tech Week kit. Um, extra pair of tights, maybe, in case you have an emergency rip. Or a clear nail polish is great, too, to so fix a rip so in the tights. Buy, I have to buy another pair of tights. Not necessarily. The clear nail polish, if you get a rip in that, you can put clear nail polish on Ooh. it, and it'll stop the run. So smart. Yeah. So wise. Um, so let me think. So that's costumes and makeup. We talked as, uh, about mics. I think we said everything about mics. The biggest thing with mics, like I said, is to act like you're not wearing one. You also want to think about where you want to place it. If you have any big choreography where you're rolling around on the floor or <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah. So we, they typically want to put that mic pack right in the center of your back. But if, if it needs to go, I could and... always just keep, there's only one thing. Cause like we're, we play kind of like zombies in the nightmare scene. <laughs> so I'm on my stomach. And at one point I have to roll over just to get out of the way of a piece of furniture that's moving. Okay. But I could just arch my back. I could like try to be coordinated. So yeah, it's a stretch for me, but I could give it an effort stuff to think about. Those kind of things are what will come up for you in a Q to Q of, Oh, how am I going to problem solve with this? Okay. Um, I really encourage you in a Q to Q to really let it be about the tech. Okay. Do not, unless will, you're will di- we be singing at all. Like, I didn't expect this to be, that was what I was about to say. If you're, unless your director says, do not, sing today. Do not plan on really performing today. A cue to cue is for the technicians. They have to work on their timing the way you have been having to work on your timing for the last five weeks. They have 10 hours today to set everything and get their timing so that they are set up for you to have successful run throughs the rest of the week. Got it. So today your job is to support that. And what that means is so they may or may not use some common phrases. So there's actors ready, sound ready, lights ready, and everyone will call out ready. If you're not ready, say not ready. Like if you're in the middle of that and they say actors ready and you have a prop off stage that you need to go get, say not ready, go get the prop. They're, they're really are wanting to know, are you ready? Then they'll say, you'll say ready. And then they'll say go and do not go until you get the go. Okay. Okay. Meaning don't just start the scene until you get someone says go because the sound person and the light person, we're waiting on everyone to make sure we're all ready to go because they're having to practice their timing. Okay. And then hold. We talked about this episode one. You know that hold means. Stop. (laughs) Hold means do not progress further. No matter what you do. (laughs) Exactly. Stop. Stop whatever you're doing. Hold the note. Keep singing. Keep singing. Okay. <laughs> Louder. Oh, oh, oops. So stop. And so actors hold or sound hold. Um, that means we all stop. And when we're in a hold, you are not talking. You're not turning to your neighbor, chatting about where we're going to go eat at the food court on break. You are literally quiet, waiting for the next instruction. Yeah. And so those are the three big words, hold, ready, go, that are typically used in a tech situation that I don't want you to go in feeling like you don't know what's going on. Um, I also know those words from our new theme song. Ah! We had so much fun last week. Um, And if you all haven't 
noticed yet now the the new theme song featuring Lindsay and i is hot off the charts that's right i uh I know that jokes lose like 90% of their humor when you explain them, but I really want to talk about the confused hype man bit because it (laughs) makes me laugh so hard. (laughs) And I, the proudest moment in my life was when I played it for Kyle, my husband, and he was like, oh, that's funny. Like, you don't understand it. (laughs) I was like, you get it. I I was like, it's kind of subtle. People won't notice it. But normally, you know, in in rap songs mm-hmm. there's there's the hype man yep he's in the back like what okay yeah <laughs> little john uh-huh. yeah so i thought it would be fun when morgan kind of riffs about different stage terms uh, just like what huh what i don't and understand it, it warms my heart i love each it each time i listen to it <laughs> We we are big fans of our own theme song it's, it's if you can't tell we just spent we a, love a good it. minute talking about it um I feel like we need to, I don't know, make a remix or something just so we can, just so we can rap again. Honestly, we just want to stay in the studio. Our next podcast will just be a concept album. And again, by studio we mean my closet. Where your clothes happen to be in a studio. That's, that's correct. That's what it is. Where all the magic happens. Um. So yeah, hold, ready, go. Lots of stopping today. Be ready for lots of stopping. Just be patient eat, like they said, bring some food. Bring some... I've, I've got a lot of food in my bag. Good I, girl. I packed everything I could possibly want. Good girl. And like I said, today is really just about focusing on the tech. A lot of times with my shows, I've got, as I said last week, I think I, I have double cast. And so I'll have quote on night actors and quote on off night actors and off night actors. A lot of times are running the tech. And so in our tech situations, I'm actually encouraging them. Do not think about your quote on night at all during the Q to Q. They should be just focusing on their tech duties. Yeah. Um, because if we don't focus on that, all the hard work that the team has done up to this point falls apart. Uh huh. Yeah. Cause it's important. Um, so another thing I wanted to make sure to touch base on in tech is self care right? I talk about it a lot. We talked about it a little bit last week, taking care of yourself, making sure you're getting rest, making sure you're hydrating. She came in this morning with her kombucha, which I love Mm. and a good, I'm a big smoothie, green juice advocate, lots of green veggies. And I have another hack going in the studio right now which over here on the floor is my essential oil diffuser yes. going with some lavender, some sweet orange and some peppermint. So I recommend that a lot of times I'll bring diffusers into rehearsal and we've got the diffusers going. Um, it can help with sickness. It is the allergy season. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Nice. I've been throat coating yep. in the morning and in the evening. I haven't had any more vocal scares. Oh, good. Yes. Okay, yeah. Can we check in about that? Like, how was your voice so situation? So I still, I still notice a few times on, on big numbers where I have, like, I belt one note for, like, three consecutive measures. Mm. Um, I, I still will notice a bit of, like, scratchiness in my throat afterwards, but it's been getting better. I'm trying really hard. It's just, you know, I'm, it's not second nature to sing correctly yet, and I still don't know when I'm doing it and when I'm not. I can just feel the aftermath of a scratchy throat, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. And um, one one of the women in the show or, or two women actually both of them Caitlin and Debbie 
they both are excellent singers and they're like mm. vocal support, like or breath support is, will really help with that as far as like the, cause I was like the placement, it's, it's hard sometimes. They're so, like vocal support or ah, I keep saying that breath support is needed to be able to hit the place because yep. when you run out, it like falls into your throat. So I was like, Oh, that's helpful. Cause I mean, I, I know to breathe, but help me just really focus on how important the, the breath is for everything else. And the breath support comes from where? Diaphragm. Good girl. So yeah, that really, and if you need to, while you're singing, put that hand there to remind yourself to push from there. Go for it. Yeah. And so you, are you trying to place it more in your face or how's that going? Trying to, is just, you know, when I try, when I'm in the car practicing or anything like that, when, Mm -hmm. when I'm dancing and stuff, I am focusing on hitting all my cues and being in the right place. But I I do try to think about (laughs) one day I was like, Hey, I'm really going to focus on my placement. And I completely missed one of the dance steps. I was like, this cannot happen again. (laughs) But I'm just not used to doing all those things at the same time. So like, I I know that it takes practice and stuff. I just with limited time and, Mm -hmm. and work and sleep and everything else. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm just doing the best I can right now. Remember what I told you back in weeks one or two, practice one thing at a time. Yeah. Actors can only work on one thing at a time. So it doesn't surprise me that in that run through, you were focusing on one thing and something else kind of fell by the wayside. It's okay. This was also the same week where they're like, the dancing is terrible. So I was like, oh no, I'm going to be fired. It's tough. (laughs) I did want to clarify too, while we're on this subject, something I feel was a little fuzzy when we were talking about it last week. So when you feel that vocal tension that you're talking about when your voice gets scratchy when you come off stage, I think I said last week that that's your chest voice. I'm incorrect. <laughs> your chest voice is a healthy thing. Your chest voice is when you're singing down low, right? And you've got that nice placement down there. That's fine. You were actually throat singing. Okay. <laughs> and that's what's unhealthy. <laughs> The throat singing. I I feel like last week I was a little misleading. It's the throat singing that's the unhealthy thing. We either want it to be chest, mask, or head. Those are the only three options? Pretty much. There's no like ear voice, (laughs) voice. finger voice. It feels like we're making it all up. Elbow voice. Yeah, we can create some. I know it feels like witchcraft, but it is true. (laughs) It really is true. Chest voice mix or face or mask voice, whichever term you prefer. And then your head voice, the throat voice is where we all go. Oh no, no, no. And shake our heads. Like don't, don't have scratchy voice. That's no good. It's just like all I know, (laughs) but it's good to hear that that's getting better because it means that something's working out there. Yeah. And I think and, like there are a few times where we'll go and I'll get done. I'm like, Oh, I wasn't even thinking about it. And I think I did it. Cause I, I can feel it. Di- I feel different. Good. Um, I just, it feels kind of involuntary right now where someone's like singing your mask. Going, yeah, I don't know what happened, it's, but yeah. I'll like, we'll be going and I'll get off stage. And I'm like, I think I just crushed that. Yep. <laughs> crushed that with my mask. Most of the time. Yeah. When you come off stage and you're feeling like, I'm not really sure what happened out there, but nothing's hurting. That usually means something went, went something well. well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good sign. I wanted to check in to see too. Were you able to film anything to help with choreo at all? No, there really is no one like 
extra in this stage. Like, uh-huh. it's really a lean production staff. Got so, it. like, the director's only been there full time. I know he's got a lot of things going on. Got it. A, a few of us with dancing, we videoed ourselves to sing to each other. Good. For some tips and stuff. So, like, that was helpful to get another person's opinion. Because when we practice, we all go through the steps together. Uh-huh. Realize we were never really watching each other. Yep. So, um, so that was helpful. That's just as another helpful. Another person's opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Filming yourself at home is just as helpful, in my opinion, as, as the whole thing. Because, yeah, you can see, oh, oh, I thought I was raising my right arm on the two and it looks like they're doing it on the four yeah. or whatever. And yeah. then we can all talk about what we're so we can all get on the same page. <laughs> At least we're all going to be wrong together. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's good. You feel overall this last week like you took a step ahead? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one, of, one of my friends was like, I think I'm ready to invite people now. Because <laughs> here, yeah. here's the thing, though. When you go there every day and people just tell you that, like, it's not looking good, you guys are not doing mm-hmm. well, that doesn't make you run home to be like, everyone I know, come watch me. Sure. So it's like, oh, maybe I've been there. Maybe I'll just keep my head down for a little bit. <laughs> I've been there. Like, I'm not telling anybody about so, this show. So yet. then it like started to come together. And I, I've been inviting people the whole time because I'm like, look, either it'll be great and you'll be entertained or it'll be terrible. And you will still find it entertaining to watch me <laughs> suffer through this. It is a win for you either way. <laughs> Good point. Good point. But I just want to you may not know this. So I'll just tell you from my perspective of watching you in this journey, you were stressing last week. When you came in here, you were, this Lindsay sitting here with me today is not the same Lindsay. This is fun Lindsay. Right. Last week was not fun Lindsay. You were not. It It was not a fun week. Yeah. Like every day they just told us how bad we looked Mm -hmm. and we got a compliment on Thursday and we were Mm -hmm. like, maybe this, maybe that's Mm -hmm. light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. So it just like, I mean, I'm still in it. I'm committed. I would never drop out, but it was like, oh, this this isn't going well. We're going to look really bad. Mm-hmm. At least it's, I can say I did it. Yeah, but it gets really hard before, right before a breakthrough. And I feel like sometimes breakthroughs don't feel as massive as we think they should, but I think you should celebrate it nonetheless. It really seems like you guys have turned a corner. Hopefully. We'll find you out uh, tomorrow when we get it back on its feet if we lost it all. So don't want to speak too soon and jinx it. (laughs) True. I like your tenacity. Like, don't give that up either. We're not done yet. We're not done by any means. You guys still, by we, I'm I'm not involved in this, but you guys, you're not done by any means. You still have work to do, but celebrate that it's progress, not perfection, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of, like, live performances. That's what I like about them. Anyone could, like take film over and over and over and make it perfect and i love movies don't get me wrong but like that's what is the humanness of a live performance is fun and things go wrong and having to adapt to it you're early you're late on a cue because that's happened with our tracks there's we have to say dialogue within the track yep so you have a finite number of seconds to get all of your dialogue in before the beat drops and you come back in on the chorus and you can't be late and sometimes you're early but you can't just stand there for like four beats so you have to throw in a laugh or a high five or a quick little <laughs> comment. Like you have to do something to fill that gap. So I enjoy that, that improv and that spontaneous need for something Yeah, that like you together with your scene partners have to have to work out and trust each other. Like we're done early, but we're still acting through this, through yeah. this to get us to the next singing part. Yeah. Like that's, that's fun. <laughs> the, the excitement of there's people here, there's pressure. We have to figure it out. Yeah. It's a, it's a pressure cooker, but in the best way, because no yeah. matter what, 
come February 22nd, butts are going to be in those seats watching the show. You know, the quality of the production directly correlates with how much work you guys can get done between now and then. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's exciting and it's fun. And you're now to the point where, of course, you're not done. Of course, there's still stuff to be worked out. But like I was saying a second ago, progress, not perfection. Do not shoot for a 10. Just shoot for the next step. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm really proud of you. I know I say it every week, but like, thanks. You stuck with it. And it was, I mean, it was, it's, it gets tough in there. Weeks three, four get really tough. So I'm proud of you. Thank you. Good job. Thanks for all of your encouragement and support. You're welcome. So for homework for this week, we already said, make sure you have your little show kit. Mm-hmm. Um, buy, buy cheaper makeup. Uh-huh. <laughs> buy some get Yeah. Uh, don't act any differently since even with a mic on. <laughs> and then after your cue to cue today, you're going to have uh, probably dress rehearsals. And so just use that time Mm -hmm. to keep solidifying your show order, your show tracking, Mm -hmm. what's coming. Okay. Every time you go off stage, I want your two words that you think of in your head to be what's next. Okay. You walk off stage. Okay. I just did that. Where do I need to be? What's next? Yeah. Right. And always, because that's going to become second nature too, but it's not yet. Yeah. And so you and your teammates, this, these next couple of days need to be always thinking about what's coming around the corner because some, yeah. it's also going to move a lot faster in real time than it did in rehearsal. Yeah. So be prepared for that and just try and have fun and turn on your, I say, turn on your recorder because you're not going to get this week back and you are going to look back on these memories and think about the fun times you had and, and what an experience it was. So turn on your little recorder in your brain and try and be present and have fun. I will. Thanks. Good advice. Yeah. So that's homework for this week to go ahead and wrap up. We're still taking listener suggestions for season two. Still not sure exactly what that looks like. So if you have any ideas on the next chapter for stage, right, please email us at stage, at gmail.com. We are alive and kicking on Instagram. So follow us at stage, right pod. They posted, on the Insta story the other day, the video of you rapping while you, I'm not rapping, singing while you run. You're welcome world. <laughs> oh no, that one. Yes. <laughs> I thought even, so we were recording the, uh, microphone, microphone. Not <laughs> We've never recorded the microphone. Nope. That's not a thing you can do. Nope. <laughs> uh, when we were recording the theme song, yep. Caesar recorded us. So I thought that was what he meant when he said, I said, I read, put out the video of you. Oh, that's going to drop this week. That video is going to drop this week of us recording the theme song, but the world needs more. The (laughs) other video I'm referring to is the one you texted me in all confidence that I would never share. Oh, how cute. I bet I look precious with my hair rolled out of bed, all sweaty, no makeup. It's Mm. an Insta story. So Mm. stay away world. It's an Insta story. So it disappeared after 24 hours. That's for the best. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, follow us, please. A lot of fun things happening on Instagram stage right pod thank you to all my sweet students who've been jumping on downloading this week and all of my friends um, who've been supporting and texting me how much they're enjoying us so please keep telling your friends please keep subscribing rating give us a rate and review on itunes that really helps get the word out there so share us if you feel so inclined we would love you to get the word out there about us and keep failing big or did you have something else oh, to say no. <laughs> I was like 
us I didn't know she was going there. That's us missing a cue. <laughs> that was us failing big. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. Everyone, don't be afraid to go out there and fail, fail big. big.